0: Welcome to the Generation Void's podcast The Retail Warzone. Mental health and mental, mental health,
1: mental health in the retail business. So we're going to get started. I'm going to go ahead and go into these articles. So the first one, which is from Mental Health America, manufacturing, retail, and food and beverage industries rank worst for workplace mental health. Um, You can kind of scan through this a little bit. The high points are, you know, the World Health Organization, Uh, depression is the leading cause of disability worldwide. Uh, depression and anxiety is estimated to cost the global economy approximately $1 trillion per year. Shows that the United States alone loses 450 to $500 billion in lost productivity. In fact, left untreated, workplace stress contributes to at least 120,000 deaths in the United States each year. So what they did is they did 17,000 employee surveys across 19 industries in the United States. And overall, only a quarter of all employees surveyed felt they were paid what they deserved and nearly half felt that skilled employees were not given recognition despondent employees also reported high rates of absenteeism work family conflict and increased mental health and behavioral health problems with a third of employees reporting that they engaged in risky behaviors such as substance abuse due to workplace stress seven out of 10 employees surveyed stated that they were thinking about and slash or actively looking for a new job. So it shows, you know, the top three industries that rated the best surprise Healthcare, financial services, and nonprofit. And here we go. The worst manufacturing, retail, food, and beverage. And they closed out the entire article with it all comes down to treating employees like they're human beings worthy of respect. Trust in the work that they're doing and provide them validation that they are contributing to your overall mission. So that's the first one. It gets worse. Just to let you know. So, we're going to the second article. Oh, boy. This is from website Loss Prevention Media. Mental health crisis among U.S. workers includes retail salespeople. This is from December of 2020. Irish Connection, shout out to you. First sentence on Reddit's Retail Hell discussion board, an online forum where retail workers gather to commiserate. A poster asked if they think there are people who commit suicide because retail destroyed them mentally. No doubt, and 200% were among the typical responses. Data suggests they could be right. Government statistics show that individuals employed in the retail industry commit suicide at a higher rate than normal and are far more likely to commit suicide at work. Um, that's pretty heavy, guys. And... You know, the Bureau of Labor Statistics reported an eleven percent increase in twenty eighteen in the number of on-the-job suicides, hitting the highest level the nation has ever had of three hundred and four. Now, that's two. That's twenty eighteen. That's pre-COVID. So keep that in mind for what we discuss here shortly. Um, nationally. At this point in time, suicides are at a 50-year high in the U.S. and is the 10th leading cause of death, with more than 44,000 Americans killing themselves annually. Retail work is linked with higher suicide rates, according to a January 2020 report by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, which analyzed data from 32 states to ascertain suicide rates for major industry and occupational groups. Yeah, so... Uh, it says it went on to say retail sales was not at the top of the list but it was among the select few occupational groups found to have significantly higher suicide rates than those of the study population overall among males seven groups had significantly higher suicide rates including retail sales persons among females they found five jobs correlated with higher suicide rates in order number 1 was artists and related workers 2 personal care aides Three, retail salespersons. Four, waiters and waitresses. Five, registered nurses. Retail salespeople not only commit suicide at higher levels than most other workers, they are also more likely to carry out the act at work, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. So, suicides in the private retail industry made up 9% of the total workplace suicides from 2011 to 2013. So, yeah, serious business serious business but wait there's more
0: well the thing i find interesting is number one artist that's uh that's interesting right there
1: yeah but you gotta think you know artists and things like that independent musicians stuff like that those lives well all
0: that comes with a criticism and all everyone just screaming at you how bad you suck and how they can do it better right which also just leads into retail in general
1: right All right. So next article, this is from smart company crisis in retail and hospitality industry with over 66% of workers reporting a mental health condition this year. This is also from December of 2020. One major source of stress, Karen, is the way customers treat retail staff who reportedly suffer physical and verbal abuse from shoppers. Employees also believe their managers haven't done enough to support them on the front lines. Only 45.5% of respondents say they belong in a highly supportive community or company. Casual workers, in particular, feel the lack of support more acutely than their full time and part time co workers. Just 41.1% of casuals report working for a highly supportive employer. Another factor is job insecurity. Retailers with 5,000 or more employees are generally seen as better able to weather challenging economic times. Because of this, fewer workers, 19.3%, report a decline in their productivity compared with small business staff who fear of losing their jobs at 38.7. So, here we go. And our final. This comes from retail focus. How Retailers Must Support the Mental Health of Their Workforce. First paragraph, do you remember what it was like before COVID-19? Some of us might wistfully reminisce about the good old days, all those weeks ago, but even the rose-tinted glasses cannot hide the fact that we have been facing significant challenges for some time now. Pre-COVID-19, over half of all working days lost were due to stress, anxiety, and depression. A perceived lack of managerial support, too much pressure, and having to deal with violence and aggression in the workplace are among the main reasons, say the health and safety executive. This pandemic has certainly made things worse. Staff on the shop floor are having to deal with the darker side of human behavior from some customers. That violence and aggression against shop workers has doubled in the month, leading to calls for hazard pay. Add to that personal struggles, including the worry of getting ill themselves, financial concerns, caring for vulnerable loved ones, and managing to homeschool, and we have a challenge to even the most resilient of retail worker. Another report in April from the Lancet Psychiatry Journal warned of a likely increase in social isolation and loneliness, factors strongly associated with anxiety, depression, self-harm, and suicide attempts. Be human. There are plenty of fantastic guides available on how to move back to some form of normal. But in truth, not even the experts have been through anything quite like this. We are dealing with real people and we all handle change and uncertainty differently. For some, the changes are massive, like the loss of a loved one or working from home. Don't be surprised if some return with very different priorities. There is more to life being abused and threatened for asking people to keep a safe distance for others. It may be the realization that I don't have all the answers and I'm not superhuman. Real support is so much more than just passing on the number of the employee assistance program. Wow. Oh my. Wow.
0: So as, as I predicted suicide cases, post COVID way higher.
1: Yes. Hello, Kathy's Incredible. Donut Shop. Glad to see you here, ma'am. Hope you're doing well. So that's a whole lot to unpack. A whole lot. And yes. the thing is, you know, what can be done about it? The first thing I'd like to go over is, hello, general public, straighten your asses up. And treat the retail associates you deal with with kindness because it does not cost you a fucking thing to be nice. You do not know what people are going through. You do not know what their situation is. Hey, at Steve, home. I'll be right back. Right. You do not know what trials and tribulations are going on in their personal life. And you, Karen, or you, Kyle could be complicit in the reason that some 17- or 18-year-old associate who has their entire life in front of them, you could be the catalyst for them to go home and end their life. And the sad part is, a lot of you fuckers don't care. And that is a problem. I used to joke about how the fact I've been in retail for so long and how I watched society devolve in real time. And even though joking about it, it's true. People are meaner. People are uglier. You know, you may have some husband that runs a construction business that just buys you all the shit you want because he really hates you as a a wife and a human being. But you feel like, since you have this fake status you mean something you do not you're just another dollar in the till and i'm going to say this because i've lived here my entire life i think it's worth with southern women i'm just going to be honest with you the southern karens are the worst of all the karens because they've all got opinions they've all got big fucking mouths and they think everything they say is 100 truth And some of them, you know, they might actually feel bad if they felt like they contributed to somebody killing themselves. But I'd bet they don't. But by God, they'd be awful upset if it was their daughter or their son who did it because somebody treated them like shit because they didn't have something that they were looking for. And it, it's it's just it's out of hand. Uh, the sad part is other people will hear a person tearing down some cashier and nobody says anything about it. That's true. Most managers are complicit. I'm sorry. And unfortunately, in the world we live in right now, managers are complicit because their hands are tied. You know, there's all sorts of policies, you know, that – retailers have you know whether it be returns or you know wearing facial coverings or, or whatnot and still they're taught to bend over and kiss the customer's ass no matter how wrong they are so let's say you've got a 17 year old 18 year old kid in your store who's they're trying you know maybe maybe their me or their papa died from covid they're struggling right now and they've been taught that they have a policy let's just say let's just use coupons as an example if the coupon doesn't scan and it's out of date you can't use it and you got some southern big-haired woman just fucking blowing them out because well the other manager would do it or the other cashier would do it or whatnot and you were that person that made them decide they were worthless and they ended their life. I mean, seriously, well, there, there's no answer for that. None. The human condition is so broken right now in the United States, especially, that man, I feel for anybody that's frontline retail worker. Because dealing with customers is kind of like Forrest Gump saying, you know, life's like a box of chocolate. You never know what you're going to get. And that's unfair because you're just there trying to do a job. You know, it's it's so wrong on so many levels. And is there support from corporate? I'm sorry. Until corporate decides that employee well-being is more important than their profit, the answer is no. Period. So, Alex, glad you could join us. Do you have anything you'd like to add real quick before I keep it moving?
0: Oh <laughs> uh... <laughs> way to lighten the mood, addicts. Right. Uh just just quickly like what did I miss
1: me just talking about how c- just more to the stats. Customers. You know how, how yes. they're complicit in most of this. Yeah,
0: it's because imagine you, you're the, you as the customer. Would you want that to be done to you at your job? That's something I always wanted just to just shake somebody and just tell them, like, why would you want to be like that to somebody else when I mean, you know good and damn well you wouldn't want that done to you.
1: You know, but regard. I digress. It's But in retail, the box of chocolates is actually a box of cat turds. Yeah, you're 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 right, Iron Maiden. Yeah, you're pretty pretty correct. It's pretty there. dead on. And you know pretty nail on the heads. It's, it's just sad to me that it's gotten so much worse. I mean, it, it, God, it was bad before the pandemic. I mean, it was fucking awful, but the pandemic came and it was like every Karen and Kyle and, and anybody who's just pissed off at the world just feels like I'm going to go to some store and yell at somebody to make myself feel, you know, superior or better. It's like, fuck off, man. You're not helping anything. Like if someone asks you something in your own break, do you work on your break? Well, you know, kind of going into this mental health thing, we're going to cross over into the management thing a little bit. And, and this actually covers associates too. So when the pandemic began and it really got serious, I'd made a comment that maybe finally companies start really looking at their PTO and start looking at, how they discipline people for being out of work and whatnot and it not be so fucking strict, you know, strict. OK, now let me go ahead and get this out of the way. Yes. Every kind of business out there, there is bad employees who take advantage of things. Yes, that happens. And that's a different category all, all the way around. Uh, you know, I'm talking about the good folk. All right. But yes. all of us have been through this. How many of you out there watching were deathly fucking ill, like sick as a fucking dog, like contagious, should not go to work, but because you felt guilty because you were going to miss your shift, you went anyway because the higher ups frowned upon you missing work.
0: I actually have something I would like Hold to add to Irish that.
1: connection, a friend of mine died at thirty-five from a heart attack. Retail was a significant contributing factor. Poor diet, no real time off, constantly chasing targets for years. The most stressed guy I ever met. I agree. I'm I've got stories too. I'm I'm gonna throw them out here in a few. So Alex, what you got to that one?
0: The thing is, I know some retail companies, I'm not gonna say their names in specific, but my father uh my father, the Auburn fan, we'll call him. At his job, they literally say, "If you have COVID, come to work because we need you. Just wear a mask." And how terrible is that?
1: That's that's fucking awful. Let, let, let me give you some stories, some real life things. So there was a time, well,
0: Steve. That's about as real life as it well. Gets. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm I'm
1: I agree. I'm I'm I'm. You know, I'm not discounting that. That's hundred percent true, and that's awful. Especially now. That's fucking bad. Right. Oh, that is true. So, that is, that is true. So, one example I have, I was a, at this point in time, I was actually an assistant manager for a craft store that was not Jesus's craft store, nor was it AC Moore. And it wasn't Joanne's. So, process of elimination. There you go. Anyway, when I was younger, I had many, many bouts with strep throat. And I'll never forget one time, I I think I was like five or six years old. I had such a high fever. I was hallucinating. And I kid you not that I was looking at the wall in my bedroom and I was visualizing a skyscraper and Batman was riding a motorcycle up the side. So, yeah, strep throat used to kiss my ass. It kicked my ass. So, yes. I mean, arc, did it arc, Getting to see you? Archangel. Yes, correct. You're correct, sir. Getting to literally see Batman in HD. Well, well like, not when you're that sick. Those
0: fever dreams kind of sound kind of cool. No, though. it wasn't.
1: Not going to catch. So <laughs> later on, I was an adult, and all of a sudden, I got strep throat. Like after not having it for like a decade, right? And I was so sick, and the strep throat was so severe that A, my jaw locked up, B, my throat closed up, and I could not talk. And C, my fever was exceptionally high. So I had a closing shift, and I was in no shape to go to work, period. Did the store manager offer? Because, you know, look, as a store manager, you know, you got to pick up the slack. You know, yes, sometimes you work open to close, it happens. I'm not saying that it's right, but that is what it is. And so no one would close and i had to go to work i literally went there i couldn't speak i had a little notepad i had to write shit down on paper and and my fever was so fucking high that i was just fucking miserable and so i had to go to this place and attempt to close a store and i sat in the office with my head down on the desk the entire time that's shitty boys and girls
0: Steve, did you work with me at that
1: time? because no. I can remember you coming in sick. No, once. no, that that was no. This was probably the sickest I've ever been going to work. Had a had a second situation when I was working for the lots that were large. I woke up in the middle of the night. All of a sudden, I had an abscess. And ladies and gentlemen, oh we all know that there is no more excruciating pain than tooth pain. I. And- And at this point, I was a store manager. It looked like I had a golf ball in my jaw. Oh, my God. And I was in excruciating pain, and I called my assistant, who I treated very well. I said, look, here's what's going on. Can you pull the double? Oh, no, I can't. And it wasn't because he couldn't. It was because he wouldn't. And this is somebody I took care of and got him jobs later or whatnot elsewhere and the fuck today this person actually fell asleep in the office at the home decor store you should know who i'm talking about so i had to drug myself up and go to work jeff pesos i remember you coming to work looking like you should be in the hospital yeah it happens and it's because of the stress and the bullshit that these companies put on you. You're not allowed to be sick. It happens, especially if you got kids that are in school. They bring home all sorts of fucking cooties and shit. You're going to get sick as a dog, <laughs> you know? And that's the problem. You're terrified to not go to work. And And where, what happened? Why is that a thing? You know, it does show how self-centered people are because they're not going to really help you out because, you know, they're concerned about their lives too. And if, if they close all the time and all of a sudden they don't get to close, I, I kind of understand that. But if I'd have missed any of those shifts, somebody was going to say something negative. Somebody was going to raise some hell. I mean, what kind of mental beat down and mental reprogramming do you get working in this business where your health is less important than your job. And here's one that my wife is involved in. And I want everybody to understand how devoted as a manager you have to be and how in fear you are of repercussions of missing a shift. We're not even talking like a week. We're talking like just missing a shift. So one morning, my wife had a health scare. And she is... Younger than me But it was scary And she described what went on as It felt like she was having a heart attack So here my wife is She's crying She's in pain She's scared to fucking death And I got frustrated and pissed off Because I was going to have to call my boss And tell them I wasn't going to be there And I had to struggle to find somebody to cover my shift Wow. The pressure is that real. The business is that real. And you get questioned about it. And yeah, the fact that, that my wife didn't recover and kick my ass is is a blessing in itself. But that's how fucked up the retail business is and what it does to you. And Afterwards, I felt like shit. When the smoke clears and and you realize what's going on, you're like, oh, shit. And that really was my breaking point. Actually, that was the final straw in me getting out of big box retail. And when I turned in my notice and my district manager asked why, that was one of the reasons. It's too much.
0: Yes, uh, no one, no one should have to go through that, no matter what the pay grade.
1: Exactly. So,
0: there comes a point when your health is more important, your family's health is way more important. As Russell said, "If all that, let them raise hell, no job is worth my family's, my health or my family's health." Exactly. Like that's how I feel about it. Because um, I actually had an issue last year around August, to where I even this is pre-COVID. So I like how I say last year, but it was twenty nineteen. Um, but I actually was—I ha- actually had a kidney stone, worst pain of
1: my life. Yeah, those hurt. Evidently, I, I've never had one, but I hear they're yeah, not fun.
0: I had to work through that, like day one. Like I just felt god awful back pain. Went to work and I just kept telling them, like, my back is just killing me. Oh, you'll be all right. <laughs> you gotta come to work. But you know, when uh, day two, when I woke up the next day, I had to go to the fucking hospital. <laughs> like I called them, and I was like, I had "No chance, I'm going in." Like the rest of the week, because you know I dehydrated out here it's too, too damn much. Y'all don't have a way to get water out here to people. Like I'm not, I'm not doing this shit no more. Now they let me get water now anytime I need to because of that. Because they actually got to see that firsthand.
1: But still.
0: That's just an example of it.
1: It's just... Well, yeah. And I've missed... Up until one thing I'm about to talk about, my entire career, I've probably missed three to four days. Think about that. 25 years in management, you missed three to four days. But then... Oh, yeah. That but was, then That sounds a lot like yeah. my dad, dude. But <laughs> then something happened. When I was working at the dollar store, I... I, I had found out many years prior that there was probably something going on with my gallbladder. I, w- I would have gallbladder attacks, and the, God, those were excruciatingly painful. All right. And while I was working at the dollar store, all of a sudden, I had one of these flare-ups, and I'm like, okay, you know, I'll just go to sleep, and it'll be all right. The next day, it was still there, and I just happened to be off. And you know, I don't go to the doctor for anything. I mean, I really don't.
0: And one of the few f- and far in between off days for our manager. Yeah.
1: And so I'm walking around outside, feeling like I'm my insides are about to explode. I'm like, "Well, this isn't normal. This this this, <laughs> this this can't be good." And so I finally come in the house. I'm like, I tell the wife, "You're gonna have to take me to the hospital." And she's all of a sudden like, "What?" Because, like I said, I don't go to the doctor for shit. And she's like, you know, it must be, like, serious. So, sure enough, she rushed me to hospital. And I go in. Yeah, Russell, you do remember this. And I'm in just so much pain, and they scan me and whatnot, and they're like, oh, I'm in the waiting room. And they come in, and, and this is the first time I've actually ever went to an emergency room for something like this ever in my life, okay? So, the first time I do this, they come in and tell me, uh, you have to go through emergency surgery in the next you know tomorrow morning I'm like, oh shit this escalate escalated really fucking quick and <laughs> and so yeah I had to have my my gallbladder taken out because it was starting to deteriorate and whatnot and so that happened and I was out of work for however many days and I came back earlier than I was supposed to because as a manager that's just what you fucking do because you're stupid all right. And a f- about a week after me being back, we got a sneak attack visit from our regional. Good old George, Russell. And he's like, hey. Oh, and I bet everything. Was old. Oh, yeah. And so he's like, how you doing? And blah, blah blah I'm like, yeah, I just had surgery. He's like, oh, are you OK? And I pulled up my shirt and showed him my scars and whatnot. he's like, oh. And then he proceeded to fucking raise hell about the store and I lost it. I fucking lost my mind on this dude. And because yeah, I was at your to fault. the point that I actually apologized to my DM later. I'm like, dude, I probably could have handled that whole lot better, but I just wasn't in the mood for his shit. And and that's the and, nah, nah, and, that and thing, that's guy. the toll it takes on you, you know. And <laughs> but it it's it's terrible. I mean, you know. And let's get out of the management thing for a minute, all right? So we've talked about all that. Let's, let's talk about you hourly folks that are out there. You guys have had it absolutely the worst out of anybody. You know, you're out there being taught to follow these policies and these procedures and whatnot, and you, you're trying your best to do the best job you can do. But every time you turn a corner, you're getting kind of coached or talked down to because a customer raised hell about something that you did correctly. And that's what I want to hear from the chat. If, if we've got hourly associates in the chat, how does that make you feel? I mean, you guys get your asses kicked on a daily basis, far more than a manager does. I'll start first. Go ahead. With that. It just feels
0: so bad you come in every day, at least me. I don't, I want to get into the subject at some point about lazy coworkers but I feel like that I come in and give a hundred percent every day. I come in and sweat. And you mean to tell me, like, oh, Alex, yo, you stock five pallets in the hour? Great job, pat on the back. But Karen over here said that you didn't, uh, didn't take her coupon. So you know you you. I got to write you up for that because that's a customer mistreatment. treatment. What the
1: fuck? See, that's like, that, that's wrong.
0: And I can even give a more recent example. Let's hear it. Like where I work at now. And this was just a meeting in general. Just, uh, this happened last summer when we had our new boss come in. Great guy. I'm contractually obligated to say that. <laughs> But <laughs> he comes in, you know, Steve, on a on the dock, if it's 90 degrees outside, it's 110 on that dock. Outside, yep. concrete, yep. truck exhaust. Give yourself a, a round of applause. Just give yourself a round of applause for coming in and working hard. But I just want you to know each and every one of y'all sucks. We're going to start with that. Each and every
1: one of y'all sucks. This actually happened. Someone said that yes. to y'all. Yes. Fuck that, bro. Y'all, y'all all suck. They ain't fucking unloading no that doing shit.
0: Enough. We're we're not doing enough. Guy's still working for us, by the way. He's still our boss. uh we're not doing enough. We got we got to do more. Y'all got to do more. You know we're supposed to be out of here every night by nine thirty, and you know I know that we ain't got no staff here because we have. This is me paraphrasing. We have, you know, 20 people call out every day because of COVID. But, you know, we're getting it restarted. But, you know, for now, everything's got to go. No, it's got to go. Even though our trucks don't get here until (laughs) 945 and we got to be done at 930. Right. Everything's got to go and that's your fault. But give yourself a round of applause. Give yourself a pat on the back.
1: Hell, I got one from way before pre-COVID. So I was working for the quote unquote guitar store and we had a snow and ice storm and the manager fielded a phone call from an associate who said, I don't think I can make it there because the roads are so bad. Dude was basically told, get your ass here. He fucking totaled his truck on the way to work.
0: Yeah, and I bet he don't get compensation. Not a in any way fucking shape thing. or form for that. And you see, that's why it is just so difficult. Being I mean, this is hourly manager. It don't matter who you're working for. It's just so bad. Like it's uh, especially now. Like I just can't stress it enough. Especially now, it's just so bad. Because you just got a lot of people, you know, the people that I want to speak on. The lazy co-workers,
1: they're like, ooh, we got a pandemic. We could be really lazy. Yeah, but that, that that topic, that's a different thing. We're talking about the good folk.
0: Yes, we are talking about the good folk, and I'm talking on behalf of them right now. So. You come in every day, and you work, and you just have to deal with just the tiniest mm-hmm. little complaint about you, or just be told that, oh, you're not doing enough, or you suck, be like this guy, you know. That was a story uh, one of my cousins told me um, over Easter weekend. He was telling me about his job. <laughs> Their manager called them out and said, "You suck, or y'all, y'all, y'all just ain't cutting it. Work like this guy. Like, are you kidding
1: me?" Well, I've got a friend up north that works for a major chip company, loading mm-hmm. trucks, and they're extremely understaffed. And they're making them work ridiculous fucking hours, and it's terrible. I mean, it's it's just awful the amount they're working, and all they can do is just try to try to convince themselves that the overtime's worth it. But they're just getting beaten to the fucking ground.
0: Sounds like my job right yeah. now, brother. Thank God I am not full time at my job. I'm just part time. Well, so I can only work X amount of hours. That's but the full timers, you're doing the same thing to them. Well, you
1: know, retailers, like, oh my god, retailers as a whole can do something about this. You know, we've talked about the customer issue and stuff like that, but retailers need to understand that. I mean, in a it's not gonna happen. I would love to see it happen at one time. That would be, can you imagine a major retailer, like a major one, that at the exact minute, the exact hour of the day, their entire workforce walked out (laughs) company-wide. Retailers use the fact that people need jobs to treat people like shit. And the retail corporations are even far more complicit than the Karens and the Kyles that come in because they have taught everybody but if you don't have one hundred and ten percent allegiance to the eye of Sauron, you're a worthless <laughs> you're a worthless individual. You can't miss time. You can't take PTO. You can't use sick time. You you we own you. And I know a lot of people like to say that the answer are unions. All right. And yes and no because wrong, because, you, because they're ran, hold on, hold they're on, ran hold on, by the hold same on. corrupt people. The unions on paper look good, but unions are just as bad because we're talking about the good folk here. When a union mm-hmm. gets involved, the employee that calls out all the time that doesn't want to work gets the same protection as the person that's working their ass off. And that's the flaw with unions. Correct. And so that's, that's not the answer, but the answer is hello, corporations, hello, big retail names. You're fucking terrified of unions. You're absolutely frightened about unions. If you've instructed your managers, if they hear the word union, there's a hotline for them to call so they can send sort of some sort of union Gestapo, um, (laughs) barricade out of corporate. But you know what? You wouldn't have to worry about fucking unions if you treated your fucking employees worth a goddamn. Oh, damn, Steve. So uh, I, I don't feel sorry for, you know, these companies that are going through these union votes because you know what? You let your people fucking down. You've beat your people all to hell. You've made them feel like they can't miss work when they're legitimately sick. You've made them feel like a lesser employee because they can't come in because they've got something going on in their life. And you want to bitch about somebody talking about unions coming in? It's your own fucking fault, assholes. Fucking put your people first. Every one of these retailers, you go look at their mantras and their mission statements and all this bullshit and the handbook it talks about how our employees That is so much lip service and bullshit. Put your money where your fucking mouth is, assholes. Fucking do it.
0: Irish Irish connection. There are different types of workers. The lazy to take advantage of other workers, the mentally ill like me they get taken advantage of so much they fall asleep behind the wheel on the way home. Yeah, exactly. But I just read that.
1: I felt that in my soul. Exactly. I am literally All these retailers are full of shit, man. Number one, all the major retailers and fucking business right now prove that their associates don't mean shit by not backing up the own fucking policies they have. Number one, (laughs) plain and simple. You got a return policy to keep you from losing fucking money. But because social media, as my wife said today, has taken over the for social interaction, you're too scared of a bad Yelp review or a bad glass door review that you're going to make your employees feel like shit for doing their fucking job. You guys are fucking assholes. Do something positive for your workforce for a fucking change. All you bitches are out here fucking complaining in fucking retail land about this $15 an hour minimum wage. You don't want to pay people the fucking working living wage because it dips into your fucking pocketbook. And by God, hold, hold up, and by God, the bullshit that these frontline associates have to put up with, coupled with the fact that you won't back them up, hell, most of these people deserve thirty fucking dollars an hour. I agree
0: with that. This is how a company rewards you, ladies and gentlemen.
1: There are no rewards. Hey, we're, here's hey,
0: here's your employee discount
1: card. Hey, we're gonna make okay. We're gonna make you management, so we put you on salary and make you work sixty fucking hours a week with no fucking extra incentive.
0: Oh no, hold on, Steve, hold on. Here's your employee discount. You know it's ten percent off. What the fucking do? I still have to pay this, the store almost the exact same that I would have had to pay them anyway because that just takes off sales tags.
1: Yay. Wait, well, you know, we're small time. There's not a lot of people watching us. And one day that will change. One day there will be a lot of people watching us. But if, if there's somebody from some retailer out there in the higher up position that wants to come on here and fucking argue with us, let's fucking go, bitches.
0: Oh, dude. You ain't wanna, got the wanna, fucking wanna, balls. I want to put us on the right, Steve, like me and you on the right, and put Mr. Corporate on the left. Oh,
1: fuck yes. Well, let's just fucking destroy him. Well, no. No. Like, if, if we if tree. we get somebody from a corporation on, I'm bringing out the big guns. Mad Dog, Jill of All Trades, Iron Maiden, The Rider, Virus oh, Connection. Yeah. We're fucking going in. This is fucking war, bitches.
0: Oh, yeah. No, let's fucking go. Because we need our say. We need a voice. You know... We need a voice. And, and the thing is, and Steve... Hold on one second. More on the rewards. More on the fucking rewards. <laughs> pizza party. Fuck Yay! the pizza party. Only for first shift though, and we're only gonna order like two pieces. Fuck second shift. Fuck third shift if that's magically there. <laughs> fuck all you guys. It's only for the favorites anyway.
1: That's how it works, man. The little person Here's gets left microphone. the fucking behind. You know,
0: there's my mic drop. You know how many times I've been left out of the fucking pizza party
1: because you work the like, the night shift. Yep. yep. You know, Irish connection. I earn more per hour as an associate because I work seventy plus hours a week as a manager on a good week. Fucking yes. Fucking one hundred percent true. Management is not fucking worth it. I posted over on Reddit. Getting in fucking retail management or getting in retail is like a glue trap. For fucking humans. Once you're stuck, you're fucking stuck. Fucking Agreed. terrible.
0: Agreed. And unfortunately, it's not much better in other fields of work right now. No.
1: But but here's the thing about re- really nice. but here's the thing about retail, Alex. Retail gets such a massive fucking pass for all the horseshit and fuckery that they do. And why is that? Because they're retailing; people want to buy shit. No. No. How
0: much? How much money does Walmart make, Uncle Sam?
1: They don't make half. These big corporations don't make don't pay shit for taxes, bro. Watch the whole fucking Amazon uh, antitrust bullshit. Not really
0: about that. About the um, just about the economy in general.
1: The economy in general. World going well. You know, I I I had to go to Walmart tonight, and I'll be honest with you, not a fucking fan, bro. It's it's the Walmart here look like a fucking it's like fucking Baghdad after Persian Gulf.
0: I I mean, Steve, but you got to understand, dude, like there's no talent pool anymore. Anywhere. Well, you know
1: why there's no I fucking that- talent pool? Because the retailers treat their employees like fucking shit. Who wants to fucking work for them?
0: Yeah, who wants to work in that? And yet alone, literally, you have to literally risk your fucking health. Because, yes, COVID is still a thing. It's
1: not magically over like people think it is. It's still a fucking thing. Well, here's the thing. You know, these retailers that are understaffed, maybe treat your people fucking better and offer some incentive to fucking work there. Exactly. They don't. (laughs) And, you know, I posted this fucking video on Reddit about uh, Boston Dynamics have this fucking robot now that unloads trucks. It moves 800 fucking boxes an hour. Eight hundred boxes an hour, and can work sixteen hours straight before it needs to be charged. Guess what, Alex? Your job is fucked here, real soon.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely, no doubt, no doubt. Insert the OSP now for my. So rescue me by.
1: (laughs) Hold on. I think the premise of the mental health crisis in retail for the episode will be obvious to everyone who's watched, based on how fucked up and jaded we all are on here, Lamal. Yes, because we lived it. There's a reason why I call this the fucking retail war zone. It, it's a fucking war zone. And companies yes. do not fucking care. Like I said in numerous episodes, if these companies fucking cared, employees wouldn't be classified as a controllable fucking expense. Period. Period. <laughs>
0: The, the very people that drives your store, that gets the sales, that does the work inside of the store, that's a controllable expense. Right. That blows my mind.
1: Well, here's the thing. All right. The fuck today? $2,000 stimulus next to 400 unemployment and tax time. Nobody will fucking work. Okay. That is true. But I'm not talking about those people because those people mostly would be the bad employees. I'm talking about the people that you do have working for you. And all the other retailers that are having to, to hear all this shit. Imagine yes, imagine yeah. being that employee that was not eligible for any of that. Any of that. And you're I working a shitty job. And you're not getting someone. ahead yeah. or getting over. You didn't qualify for whatever benefit. Man, they're pissed off. And they should be.
0: Yes. Yes. And um, I, I for one... I'm going to be very careful how I word this. I am for the stimulus, and I'm okay with the unemployment. I am going to just throw this. This is nothing against it, Steve, so don't worry.
1: Got you the fuck today. That's good.
0: (laughs) But the thing is, yeah, still can't get people. And that's the thing. The talent pool is just so reduced. Now, I've had to come to that realization. Steve, you got me so upset that I'm talking with my hands like real mad tonight. But the talent pool is just so small because, I mean, you have your addicts out there that just literally, I literally take every piece of fucking criticism to heart. Like literally every fucking thing you tell me, I take like extreme, like I'm right. very hard on myself when it comes to my work. And you just have these other people that, you know, I call out and other you know, people that, you know, do get hired. It can't even do basic fucking math.
1: (laughs) But here's the thing: so it's like you're getting abused. Just makes it harder on us. You are. You're getting abused. All right, one hundred percent. But you know what? What's corporate doing to fucking fix that for you? Oh, absolutely. It's not your problem. You show up and you work your ass off, and you're doing double, triple work because people won't get hired. What is that company doing for you to support you mentally? And from a health standpoint, to keep you from burning out. Oh, I know what they're doing work more fucking hours. Work more. That's the problem. Because the company you work for probably looks like, yeah, we can't hire anybody, but we, you know, even if we pay this person overtime, we're still profiting more because we don't have as many people right now.
0: Oh, Steve, when we go off the air, I got to tell you something about that. Cool. Because I don't want to say that part
1: on the air. But So, and, and, you know, let's talk about employee suicide real quick. All right. I told Alex this story before we came on the air. And this is years uh, ago. I mean, years ago. So think about how bad it is now. When I worked for Jesus's craft store, I was told a story about a manager who decided to off himself in the fucking bailer?
0: Yeah. Steve told me about this before we went on the air. And
1: so all you retail warriors out there who understand what a fucking cardboard bailer is. I want you to think about that for just a minute. How bad does life have to be? That's the way you choose to go.
0: You know, Steve, you just want to throw this out there for any of you that are suffering that are that low, get help. You just want to just jump into a bailer. you know, get help, please either get help. Or talk to people. There are good people out here.
1: Yes, there are
0: Steve. Steve and I are here. You tell war zone, we
1: are on your side. We're here to fight your war for you. We're here to give you a voice. And I, I Alex, you bring up a great point. I know I harp on different social media posts about getting guests and whatnot. And I don't think everybody really understands why. Because do you know how good it feels for Alex and I to say some of the things that we say just to get it out? That's what we want to do for you. I'm not going to lie.
0: I'm taking a huge risk saying the little bit that I said tonight. I'm literally gambling my job on that because there is a supervisor at my work that listens to this podcast at work on speaker. Right. And so I'm literally taking a huge fucking so,
1: but I'm doing it for you guys. Exactly. So if you guys contact us and say, Hey, I want to come on your show and I want to tell my story. We may, we might not be able to change your voice or anything, but you don't have to be on camera. This is your forum. This is your realm to come and fucking go off. That is why I started this. Yes, I have tons of stories. Yes, Alex has tons of stories. But what I find the most interesting and the most enlightening is having guests tell their stories because that way people aren't hearing just two folks talking about stuff. They hear real world situations, real world pressures and stresses in this fucking business that doesn't give a goddamn about you. Period.
0: Um, the fuck today. Drove eighty five every day. When I was with the decor store, I wanted to drive into a bridge on the way home. And that's just terrible. It is terrible. And Iron Maiden. I used to hope something would happen to me on my way to work. That way I wouldn't
1: have to go. And you know, that's a terrible way to to be. And the fuck today, that job broke me. That job was the one who finally made me look internally and say, I'm done. I'll never do it again. I don't care if I'm fucking poor. Maybe I'll go work for a grocery store or something, stocking shelves or something. But big box retail, fuck that shit. I am done. It's The Irish Connection and I have had conversations about, is retail PTSD real? Yes, it is real. And it is painful. I'm done. I don't care. It's not about, you know, the past year of my life, I've been able to reflect and be like, it's just not fucking worth it. I mean, my wife could have been having a heart attack, and I was worried about calling a fucking DM saying, I can't come to work. Look, people, there's a fucking problem. And it starts at the top, it starts at the guy who is the CEO or gal that's the CEO. And here's the thing about CEOs of companies they don't have their fingers on the pulse of what's going on. And it kind of goes into what I said about regional vice presidents being the stopgap for real information, getting to corporate, you know, I met the CEO for the home decor store. Um, and you know, was great. Do I think he has any fucking clue that's what's going on in his stores? Fucking no, he does not. And he'd probably be pretty fucking appalled if he did. But that information doesn't get to him. What you got there? They're graph watchers. Yep.
0: Absolutely. Only care about the statistics. only care about the stats. God, I could go into a whole
1: spiel. It's not about stats. There's only one stat that that matters. It's all about money. It's all about greed. That's your
0: main stat. Main stat.
1: You are correct, Iron Maiden. When somebody wishes for death, being mangled, or seriously injured to not have to go to work, that speaks volumes. Can can anybody out there in the chat explain to me why retail gets a pass? I've I've I've, I've oh. been bashing my head against the wall. It does. It gets a pass.
0: And can we just throw this out there, Steve? Throw it out. Um, this is not only for retail workers. This is for all workers. Whether you work at McDonald's. Fast food, whether you work on a shipping dock like I do, whether you work on a railroad station, whether you work on an airport, we want your stories. This is for all of y'all. This is for everyone. Correct. Just the reason why it's called the retail war zone is because that's the, that's the area of expertise that me and Steve have the most expertise in.
1: That's where you're wrong, the fuck today. No one needs retailers. The retailers need the shoppers. And shoppers are blinded by shiny bubbles. But nobody needs the retailers.
0: I just want to know, is this the most passionate I've gotten on a retail? Yes, it is. And I'm glad.
1: I mean, I, I like to see you go off and look. I'm passionate about, because when you read the statistics and whatnot, dude, all of us that worked in the business, we deserve fucking medals. I mean, medals. Mm-hmm. and okay, Russell, everyone can order anything they want online nowadays. So does everybody know what the end result of that is?
0: I'm actually curious. Cause I actually think that's the future. It is the future. I think. So, I think that's the future, and I think it is approaching.
1: So, that means retail stores get less payroll, more complaints, and more disgruntled associates. If people, okay, so there was an interesting thing. I got to bring this up real quick. So, when I was on Reddit, I really have a huge interest in finding out how retail works across the world. And the company, the, 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 the country that I really want to visit the most, even though I'm terrified of flying is Japan. And I went to the Japan forum and I asked about retail in Japan. And the example they gave me was this most retailers hire enough staff across the board. To make sure their stores are in tip-top shape every single day. But there was a a chain in Japan that Walmart bought. And Walmart came in (laughs) and cut the staffing in half. This is a Western company coming into a very prideful nation. So think about that for a second. The Japanese have it figured out. We have to have people to make sure our stores look tip-top shape every fucking day, and we pay them well, and they get the hours if they're good employees, and we're straight. But when a Western company came in and bought a brand name in Japan, they cut the payroll, the store conditions went to shit, people complained, but they don't care.
0: <laughs> Number 1 retailer, ladies and gentlemen. Yep, there you go.
1: Oh boy, it's going to be a fun fight. So I mean, here we are. I mean, you know, in conclusion I can say this. Yes, customers cause way too many problems for associates and it affects their mental health tremendously how much of that steve is a yin yang well no it's not not a yin yang because because, let me let me get go ahead
0: my bad let me get to my point how many of those customers are workers that are abused by other customers you know they just take their frustration out it's like as an act of revenge. I, do you think that? Could no, be a thing?
1: absolutely not. Because every person I've ever known that worked in retail, when you shop a retail location, you act differently because you understand what those folks are going through.
0: Uh, dude, I've caught myself in retail stores literally straightening jokes Correct. From
1: people. Correct.
0: But, like, because i just look at it and I'm like, oh my God, uh,
1: this is but, in the wrong place. But here's the thing. Yes, we can, we can say that the human condition and the general public calls a whole hell of a lot of grief and drama and unnecessary um, abuse towards hourly associates. But guess what? If your company really supported you and had a system in place to make sure that you were okay, it wouldn't matter as much. But the problem is, you're kind of like an Oreo. The white cream filling is the associate. One chocolate wafer are the Karens and the Kyles. The other chocolate wafer is corporate because corporate doesn't have your back. If these corporations would put the money and the resources and the time into making sure that their employees... We're getting the mental and physical support they needed. All these statistics would change. But guess what? They're not going to. You know why? Because it costs money. And there again, it shows. Your employees are just stuck in the middle of this god-awful tug of war, and you really don't give a shit about them. And once again, I will go off and say, hey, major corporations, You're fucking assholes. You don't take care of your fucking people. If you're a major corporation out there and you have had an associate commit suicide on the job because of the abuse they have taken. Guess what? Your EAP slash employee assistance program ain't worth a fucking damn. Quit treating people like numbers and treat them like they mean something. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, these corporations have the money and the resources to help their workforce. But they're refusing to do so because the the statistics show as such. So fuck all y'all. Seriously. I'll debate anybody who wants to come on. Let's go because <laughs> i haven't i, would I see haven't you. seen anybody out there show me any kind of support for their workforce in mass that needs it and all you retailers out there you look like assholes during the pandemic because you really didn't support your workforce you didn't why because if your mandate was you had to wear a mask to come shop. If somebody came in without one, you didn't enforce it.
0: Don't enforce it, and they just bail them out by giving them
1: people right. the mask, But You don't. I, I don't, don't, don't want to jump yeah, on that one. You, you don't enforce it. So immediately right there, the back channel take care of the customer bullshit proves that your workforce doesn't fucking matter because you may have somebody that works for you who believes that wearing a mask is the way you put a policy in place saying in order to shop here, you have to have one, but you will not let anybody enforce it. You fucker suck. You're cowards. And obviously We can't hold you to your word.
0: What an episode tonight, Steve.
1: Fuck them all, Alex. I don't care. Fuck them.
0: What an episode. And I want to thank each and every one of y'all who watched because we reached record views today for a live stream. So I want to thank each and every one of y'all that we're growing getting closer to that 100 sub goal.
1: And uh hold up, hold up. Now, I want to read I want to read our Maiden's comment real quick. Um number 1 Russell? No, because it's talking about policy. It's not about whether you believe it, in it or not. It's talking about if you walk into a store and they got a sign on the front door that says wear a mask, then wear a mask. It's a private business. All right. I don't care what you think about wearing one. That's different. This is, there's a policy. And if you're not going to follow the policy, why bother fucking having it? All right. Iron Maiden. I left my great paying retail job to work somewhere making much less because it got to a point that my mental and physical health were more important. It was so fucking hard because the money grabs you by the nuts and you have to support a family. Retail is a vicious, unforgiving mistress. Yes, I'm glad you got out. You know, I didn't spend near enough time with you, but you were a great person with a good heart. And your head was in the right place. And it shows. And it shows in your interaction with us. Um, Hero. Yes, it is true. But, you know, Russell, because of Karen's, but I'll agree, disagree. Look, Russell, you can't disagree if a company puts out a policy and doesn't back it up. Then don't have it. That's the point. You're expected to train an entire staff of people that this is the policy. But then you let it slide. It's the whole retail bullshit. Rules for thee, not for me. So you can't argue it. It has nothing to do with fucking Karen's. Just putting that out there. If you've got a sign on your fucking front door that says you need to come in wearing fucking flip flops. Enforce it. If you're not going to enforce it, don't have the fucking sign. Because at that point, you set your employees up to all be fucking targets, and that's piss poor leadership and piss poor messaging from the corporate office.
0: Jeff, Jeff Pesos, I went to a high risk job that put my life in danger every day in order to get out of retail. Yes, you did. I can kind of say same ish. I don't know if my job is nearly extreme. No,
1: it is not. Because you won't get shot. (laughs) Pesos would. Oh, yeah. Pesos had to have.
0: Pesos is a little bit better. Pesos
1: had to have a piece. (laughs) No, No shoes, no shirt, no shoes, no service. Debate that. Nope. Exactly. Hero just summed it up. It's not about masks. Okay. It's about policy. And that's the thing. If you supported your fucking team, Give them a the policy they can enforce. But, oh, my God, let's just say you no shoes, no service. Somebody walks in without shoes, and the first person that works there says, oh, you don't have shoes here. We can't. You don't have shoes. We can't help you. Corporate's going to call and say that person needs to be fucking fired or they're an asshole, and they did something wrong. Don't have a policy if you're not going to fucking enforce it. And if you're going to have a policy, fucking enforce it militantly there doesn't need to be gray area period because all you're doing is putting your employees in harm's way which goes back to exactly what we're talking about here how can you have decent mental health working in retail when all you are is a fucking bullseye you can't Working retail is being hospitable in a violent environment. You're correct. But the corporations could change that. The corporations could support their people and put in policies and procedures that are ironclad that they actually do not bend on because of reviews and social media. So their employees can actually feel like they matter. Retail equals cannon fodder. 110 for 10%. It's like duck hunt. You guys out there on registers, hourly associates, it's like duck hunt, and it's a shame. So, having said that, we're at an hour ten. This has been, boy, Alex. This has got me fucking fired up. I use the GD. I try not to use the GD. My wife will scold oh, me this- after this is over. But by God, mm.
0: oh yeah, no. When I get fired up, I say that too. But. Oh my god. What an episode. It's great. What an episode. And I don't I want to even thank chat. Chat, you was amazing tonight. Thank y'all.
1: Yeah. Thank y'all. And once again, I want to put out the plea. I need six hourly associates that want to come on the show. Alex has always been the hourly associate. I'll let him run it. I'll interject. I want to let you vent. If you're a whistle if yeah. you're a whistleblower, if you work for a company and you're sitting on something right now that you know is so fucking outrageous that somebody needs to know, hit us up. Our contact information is actually in the description for the video. We'll bring you on. Um if I need to find a way to disguise your voice, let me know, I'll do what I can. But let's go.
0: And, you know, as to where you can find me.
1: Oh, shameless plug time. Go. Shameless plug time. He already had it topped up ready to go.
0: You can find my Twitch at twitch.tv slash addicts2993. You can go to my YouTube slash capital A addicts2993. And if you like just short little clips, go to my TikTok at addicts2993. Trying to go for daily uploads, Steve, on my YouTube. Been playing a lot of Monster Hunter. Been playing a lot of Siege. American Truck Simulator. Right.
1: Well, spe- speaking of, speaking of that kind of stuff. Classic games. Yep, speaking of that, uh, I do want to throw out there for people that don't know. Typically, the day after we have Retail Warzone, I try to convert the episode into an audio-only podcast. It's available on Sp- Spotify. The link is actually in the description for the video. I edit it. I take out all the bullshit and all the kind of uhs and ahs and whatnot so it's a lot easier to listen to so look for that um but it is what it is and like i said hourly associates i need you i want you to come here i want you to fucking vent i want you to have your moment to shine uh dino the dino 2012 is now following welcome thank you thank you so much you know the dino uh do you know that person addicts I do not excellent. Glad you liked what we did. Spread the word. We're trying to get the YouTube subs up. That's where it's important. When do we stream, Steve? We stream on Monday nights and Wednesday nights at eight PM. Mondays are random topics. It could be anything. It could be just a let's chat, but Wednesdays are always the retail war zone.
0: Going to the good
1: shit only. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not going to lie. Let me explain real quick, all right? The Generation Void, consider the Generation Void as an umbrella. And underneath that umbrella are different appendages. The retail war zone is one of those. But I didn't want to confine what we do to just this, so Mondays we can cover whatever. But if you want the hard-hitting, real unfiltered bullshit, Come visit on Wednesdays. That's when it goes down. And I don't fucking care what anybody has to say.
0: It's great to listen while waiting on
1: fire. (laughs) I am looking forward to the Black Hat Chat and gaming news. Uh, Gaming news will probably coming up soon because we got some stuff rumbling with um, the Switch. And, you know, what came in with the firmware update. Kind of hinting towards the new Switch dock may have a chip in it um black chat black hat chats is coming i've got a couple of other people that are going to be involved in that i'm waiting for them to get geared up and then when that happens that's going to be a big deal because i'm extremely passionate about that i'm just as passionate about the ufo thing as i am the retail thing and that should scare everybody oh yeah all right alex what you got is black hat chat is that still going to be um it's coming Oh, look at that! Look, right, is there gonna hey, be Alex, exclusive, Alex, or? Alex! Look, look, look what the Iron Maiden just said. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, next Elder Scrolls uh, is coming, and guess what? It's going to be Xbox exclusive. Bitches, get on Game Pass, or you ain't getting it. And it's going to be uh, well, you know, PC too. You will. That's PC don't count fuck that all right everybody thanks everybody for watching tonight we will see you next time i don't know what's going on monday we'll figure it out it'll be posted on facebook uh next wednesday unless something changes if i get a bunch of hourly associates that want to participate that may be it if not wednesday alex you get the lazy employee episode sir all right everybody have a great night and we will see you next time thanks